ChatGPT, music, movies, and Hallmark. Yes, Hallmark. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, our Mac Voices Live panel wraps up a discussion of ChatGPT from a whole lot of different angles, including movies and music and more. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Jeff, I want to go back to something you said a minute ago, but before this fits in more with this part of the discussion, um, but I'm throwing an article in from Forbes where um, the uh, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Forbes. <laughs> Forbes. Well, this was everywhere. Um, that the artist Grimes uh, told fans to deep fake her music, and she'll she will partner with him and split fifty percent of the royalties um, with anything AI generated, just like she would have with any other collaborators. So, I haven't read this. My off the cuff interpretation is that Grimes is saying. I will let you generate using AI content that appears to be mine, but now I own it and I'll share 50% of what I own with you. Jeff, that's, uh, that's a great point. And, you know, it's again, as usual, you don't have all the, the, the subtle nuances of meaning with what these articles come for. But I, I did feel like this is someone that instead of, uh, cause was it Drake in the weekend? Uh, had, you know, there's something ripped off from them and they were having a stroke over it and trying to sue to get it off the streaming services. And there was a big kerfuffle, I guess, a week or two ago about this. And here's Grimes kind of leaning into it and saying, okay, you want to deep fake my voice? Go ahead. And I'll, I'll take 50%. So instead of resisting and fighting it, she's kind of going with it. And at least in theory, maybe not having to do the work. Yeah. So, so this is sounds like I, a good way for her to get some publicity. Well, that too, I mean, Jim. I agree. Not not exactly Taylor Swift. That too, but also I'm thinking, you know, isn't isn't this, you know, can you imagine, you know, some number of year, years hence that, uh, you know, any sort of creative property, you know, will have the ability to be highly customized by. Uh, you know, by AIs that can change scenery, voice, you know, different parts of the story, uh, you know, so that I can imagine, I don't know, maybe a generation, maybe two generations from now, people look back at, you know, our ideas of, you know, watching a movie uh, as being, oh, you mean I can't enter the script? I can't change it? You know, I can't explore you know, different uh, ideas within that? You know, I think that they'll... <clears throat> That will look uh, sort of as old and quaint as uh, as silent uh, movies are you know, to us today. So, um, you know, I, I agree that uh, she's doing this as a way to get uh, you know f- free publicity. But I also think it's uh, a way that a younger artist is looking at uh, t- technologies and figuring out what does it mean and how to incorporate it, you know, to uh, to make money uh, in the future. Mark, you're you're kind of describing an industry that's already much larger than the movie and television industry, video games. I know, but uh, we, 
there's all sorts of other media that uh, you know can be augmented and replaced. You know, it's you know, video games is not the only media in the world. And Mark, your comments. Your models. Models. No, comments but it's you know you 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 play. Everybody experiences video games their own path, and 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 whatnot. Um, and yet movies and TVs aren't replaced. If anything, they're bigger than ever, but they're they're nowhere near as big as as video games. So I, you know, I'm not, and people still read books. So I, I'm not sure about this. Um, uh, okay, you know, Jim, let's meet, 50, let's meet in 50 years uh, and uh, and take a look back and see what happens. Because I'm not claiming this is absolutely new, but I'm when I look at it, I mean, it seems to me there's a big barrier to entry in creating, uh, you know, video games. And, uh, you know, for bringing into this other technology in you know is is this not what you know uh, we are hearing about you know apple talking about augmented reality and all their authoring tools that they can bring down the cost that they can make this much more prevalent you know because you know a lot of places can't afford you know the content creation budget that uh, a video game studio well does. you know there's a couple of examples of industries where you know already this has happened uh, one would be photography, and I think now there's maybe 10% of the professional pro photographers there, that there were 30 years ago, and I kind of have an immediate connection to that because one of my customers built an app uh, for a vertical app for photographers to, you know, run their businesses, and so, you know, he's gone out of business because most of his photographer, you know, uh, you know, customers have gone out of business because people just don't hire photographers at nearly the rate that they used to because you know everybody just now everybody's got a phone even even before that with digital cameras so you know mm -hmm. that's an example where you know basically people just do I, it themselves typesetters and other re related you know uh and i remember early in my career and i used to have typesetting done for ads and things like that and we're once sitting down having a discussion with this woman and I was telling her, like, you need to find a new career. This was, you know, in the late 80s. And she thought she was going to retire as a typesetter. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. But she didn't want to hear it. So I don't know what happened to her. But I think she was in her 40s and that needed another 20 years. And I don't think she got a 20-year run out of typesetting. Well, I think you're just, uh, you know, illustrating you know, things that prove my point. That as, as a technology Come, uh, comes available that uh, drives down the cost of uh, creation of different types of media. It's going to become much more widespread and you know, omnipresent. Mark, your comments are especially interesting, and I'm sorry, I, I want to give accurate uh, attribution to this. I think it was Tom Merritt's Daily Tech News Show, but I'm not sure. But just today, as we record this, at least this, this morning, unless something changed and I haven't seen it yet, um, the the Motion Picture and TV Writers Guild went on strike. Yes. And apparently somewhere yeah. deep down in what, the, the list of, of disputed issues are attempts by the, uh, I guess, the studios to to excuse me by the writers to prohibit the use of chat gpt for script writing and I, and, that. and that's as far as i can go because i don't have the details and i don't have a link for it but i did hear it and it it now it's coming back to me in this conversation that you know are they 
I mean, what are they doing? Are they trying to preserve the humanity of the creative process, or are they just fighting the future? I don't have an answer for that. No, no. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, somebody at some point called these AIs. That's a s extremely misleading. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, that's not what they are. I mean, it's an autocomplete statistical engine. Uh, I, you know, we are nowhere near, in my opinion, where Writers Guild needs to worry about chat GPT. Um, you know, a, a television show, you need the best writing, which, you know, even with humans, it's often not very good. But, um, Jim, Jim, you know, have you, have, have uh, you, have but you? poor writing, it will kill a, a you know, a multi-million dollar production. So, you know, saving, uh, you know, $50,000 by using ChatGPT, that, that's not going to work. I mean, somebody may try it, they're going to lose their shirt. Jim, have you seen I've some of what's on TV? Oh, hey, Mark, thanks. Tell us where you, we can find you. I didn't realize you had to go. Tell oh, us where we can Twitter, find you. At Twitter, at M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. Okay, great. Thanks so much for being here. Part two on, I look forward to hearing the rest of the discussion. All right. Good Take everyone. care. Good night. Okay, I, I, I've seen little bits of what you're talking about, Chuck, but only very little bits because I will not waste my time with that crap. Well, see, and that's, I guess, that's kind of my point is some of the, I mean, I'm not going to call any names for shows because sooner or later I'll, I'll, I'll step on somebody's favorite celebrity, but I, I turned on TV last night by mistake um, that went to one of the networks. And I, I mean, I watched for maybe 10 minutes because I was more stunned than anything that this could pass for entertainment at this, at this point in time. It just, it's unbelievable. You know, so, I, I have for, for, for decades, you know, marveled and you know that's something i've seen on tv also commercials sometimes and i think you know this had to go through all kinds of committees and approvals and all down the line all these people were like yeah this is great you know we're green lighting this i'm like what what the you know what is wrong with you people but on the other hand there's a, a lot of brilliant stuff too um and i think more than ever um so, you know, there's a lot of stuff I'm like, wow, this writing is just incredible. Um, David, you found I, um, a New York Times article um, on the uh, on what I guess I'm talking about. Did you mm -hmm. have a chance to, to look at it and summarize it or tell us what we're what they're objecting to? Well, they're objecting to the fact that it's, you know, it could take over what they do. Um, but. They also are objective to the f fact that it's something that they could, it could make it easier for them to write things um, because it's, you know, artificial intelligence. But I know there's a fine line. I'm not a writer, so I can't really make the comment either way. Is is this something that uh, that is good for this type of profession? Um, but I think the writers have more of a problem of the fact that what they're being paid uh, is is horrible and and then they're they're and their working conditions have gotten have become worse and worse and i mean there was comments about the tonight show and the way jimmy fallon was was dealing with his writers and, and i think it's been it's been 15 years since the last time this this group has gone on strike so this, this could be something pretty ugly but as far as the point of the ai though is 
yeah, it's it's hard to say with writing. I mean, Jeff probably have a, would have a better, probably a better comment than I would. But I'll tell you where I could see uh, an LLM system being able to take over full script writing, and uh, it just bear with me because at first you're going to be like, no way can you write a movie that people watch using LLM. But Hallmark Channel, Hallmark is very open about the fact that they have a uh, it's a formula and every movie's designed so that you can hop in at any point and know where you are the movies are designed so that you can be working on your holiday dinner with the movie playing in the background and it doesn't matter which one it is you know where you are in the movie you feed all of the scripts for all of these Hallmark movies into an LLM and uh, and then just tell it I want uh, to have big there's city, been a Hallmark girl. movie generator on the internet for years already. Well, there you go. <laughs> now you can make those even better by using uh, an LLM. Let, let, let me tell you, you know, it's much more fun if you pay attention. And, you know, we we actually do watch quite a few Hallmark movies and I I, I love them. It's like, you know, you know, it's going to be a happy ending. <laughs> sure. And, and then. And then the whole Jim fun is about to is, get thrown out of the out of the chat for admitting that he watches whole movies, folks. The, the whole fun of it is figuring out everything that's going to happen in the first five minutes. And my wife is like, totally. She's like, I, I'll be like, you know, we'll get 10 minutes. And I'm like, OK, that's you know, this is what, you know, and she's like, how do you know that? But, you know, I do that with regular shows, too, Easy. because, you know, <laughs> writers think a certain way. Mm -hmm. And and you know it's a you, you know it's a narrative form and you know what kind of so I I do that with a lot of regular shows too, you know because you you know like okay you know you can you can tell like well this person's not gonna can't be killed because of you know some this or that and and you know this has got to resolve and so a lot of times you can figure out like you know twenty minutes in uh, to an hour show <laughs> like oh yeah this is this is how this is going to work out. Oh, oh sure. many of our significant others love watching those movies, and and, and I've and I've gotten stuck watch sitting through one of them, and I know <laughs> the whole storyline's going to go from start to finish. Oh, they're they're living happily there ever after. Oh, it's just so yeah, okay, that that's mm -hmm. real world. <laughs> but you know, part but of what the, makes the, those entertainment is not supposed to be the real world. No, that's true. Point. Yeah, the real yeah. world is horrible. I don't want to watch that for my downtime. <laughs> <laughs> Now, while, while we bag on, on the Hallmark Channel and the movies, there's a reason why Hallmark Channel does so well and the movies keep bringing in money and why there, there are people out there who make a living cranking out like 12 scripts, oh. movie scripts a year for Hallmark. And, and it, it's because people like the comfort that goes along yeah. with knowing what? that what's what's coming and uh, you know we live in a world that's so seriously messed up in so many ways yeah. and if watching a formulaic movie is going to help someone feel comfortable and better about their world then you know what fire up the hallmark channel and uh, and just start watching you know, you know we, I, I, we, I really actually go ahead. Well, we all do it. 
I mean, that's that's why Netflix is so popular, and there was so much discussion over Apple TV Plus because Apple TV Plus was not going to have any reruns. They were not going to have any back catalog for you to go back as comfort viewing. They were only going to be producing new shows. So whether it's home, and I believe me, I am. If anything, I feel like Hallmark is offensive, but <laughs> you know, yes. it, we, we all engage in that behavior. It just, you know, is it. Is it World War II movies or is it, you know, cop shows or, or God help us, you know, um, is it Star Trek? It, well, is it Star how Trek? How many times, how, how many times have you seen every single, uh, original series episode of Star Trek? I am not going to confess to that. <laughs> and, and, Pat, do you really think the Hallmark panel channel is offensive? Yeah, I really do. I mean, it, it's, 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 be- because What's it's not, about it? Because it's not my thing. It insults my intelligence. Because as Jeff said, you know, th- I mean, if if I've, I've read some articles on this, they almost have it down to like the minute that that okay, you know, this little plot twist happens, and then ten minutes later, this little plot twist happens. They really aren't twists. They just are. They're kind of expected. Mm-hmm. But but they're, it just that's it, on purpose. So, of course, yeah, like I said, yeah, so I, I, you I don't, don't have to pay a, attention, you know, and you still know where you are in the movie. Yeah, but but it just my God, NCIS, you know, NCIS, you know, Miami, NCIS, you know, Iowa City. I mean, it's just it's the same <laughs> thing over and over. Hey, come on, over. NCIS Dubuque. Yeah, we, that yeah. that one's got it going on. Yeah, no, no offense to the people in Iowa or Dubuque, but you know, it's just it's a, it's just the same thing over and over. And it, at some point, you start to say, "Okay, I understand why it's a good thing that TV shows get canceled," because after a while, they just there's just nothing else to to, to do or say. So, uh, hey, Jeff, I, you know, I oh, actually ahead. like Hallmark movies. If I'm in a certain mood, it's like this is great. That's what I want. I mean, I also watch edgier stuff, you know, much edgier stuff too, but sometimes, you know, and I've probably seen 75 Hallmark movies over the past six years. And, you know, they, one thing you'll notice is, you know, they're obviously very successful because they're putting a lot more money into them than they did five, six years ago. Oh, yeah, um, you, can tell, you, you, you can tell the production quality has gone way up. And, you know, I'll even say I think the writing is better. And, you know, sometimes you can't figure out how it's going to turn out until a half hour into it rather than only 10 minutes. Um, it's like it's like drugs. And, 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 and a lot of them are like little travel logs, you know, like they're, they're just sort of set pieces. You know, it's the same plot, but now we're going to do it in Glacier Park or now we're going to do it in a tropical island. And, you know, it's just sort of like, you know, you could say, well, uh, you know, a travel log. That there's no plot to that. The writing is, you know, is not very good, right? But yet sometimes you you like watching a, a, a travel log, you know. Well, you know, a lot of like I find a lot of the Hallmark movies are like that. It's like, oh, this is just really pretty, and some stuff's going on that sort of loosely holds my attention. But uh, it's it's like drugs, Jim. If, you know, better quality drugs get you more <laughs> customers. <laughs> Well, like I just said, they're, they're obviously pulling in, you know, oh, more and more. It's yep. big business. It is mm-hmm. big, big business. Hey, Jeff, I wonder, we're, we're pretty much out of time, but there's one thing I wanted to go back to. You had said something about um, ChatGPT generating these, you know, 
two and three page long articles and mm-hmm. I'm putting in the, putting in a chat room something I, I was saving from last week that you can use uh chat gpi to summarize obnoxiously long pdfs so i had this vision of of doing chat gpt platforms you know one spitting out long long form and then another one taking that and condensing it back down and then feeding it back over and having it break up break it up the long form then back down and, and how and how long does it take before it completely breaks down into total gibberish it, it, yes, or break you know, like, like take something in English, translate it to to Russian, and then back to English, and keep going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And my fear is that the whole internet is going to, you know, that's going to happen to the entire internet, and they're going to start taking, you know, not only what you're saying, well, maybe it is what you're saying. They're going to take, you know, the output of these chat LLMs is going to be the input to next year's LLMs. I, right? I've, they're going to they're going to yeah. train them on the I'm output. With you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that I'm really alarmed about. Yeah, Eric really you know, liked some, that. What? Eric really liked that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some reason that really tickled him. <laughs> it's a total disaster. <laughs> oh. so, Chuck, Chuck, I did an experiment um, with uh, with uh, a piece that I wrote a few weeks ago, where I wrote the whole thing, and it was done, and. Uh, and I gave ChatGPT the prompts to write my piece to see what it would do. And it generated a piece that seemed plausible. There were errors in it. And it was like styrofoam. I mean, it, it was shocking just how bland it was. And, and, I, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I'm still better than a computer. I'm still better than a uh, a large language model. Um, but uh, anyhow, it, it was really interesting. And if if you do any writing, it's it's just an interesting little experiment to have ChatGPT write something that you already wrote and see how it compares. Yeah, and and I, listen, I think. At this point, you should be out there experimenting with ChatGPT to learn about it and see, you know, how it might affect you. I know people that swear by it. I know people that swear at it. But to to keep yourself in the dark is just a mistake. I I agree. And my experience right now, it's telling me that if if you are if you're blindly trusting ChatGPT for whatever it is you're making a mistake because like Jim and I have both pointed out on many occasions Jim even tonight already and so I'm reiterating what he said these these are not intelligent systems these are systems that figure out the next word based on statistic probability it's scary That's it. it's scary but it's yeah, but it, it's interesting too. It, well, it is. I mean, it's fascinating to see what uh, what an LLM will write versus what I write. Well, and it can't write anything better than its training data. True. This is what would make a Hallmark LLM so, uh, so good because they have what thousands of scripts to work from. Feed all those. I in. don't. I don't think it would be good. I don't think you could tell the difference, but 
We'll leave it. Th- we'll leave it there. Whoa. I'm going to give uh, Eric. I want to give Eric the last the last word um, from our chat where he says uh, regarding some of our other our earlier TV comments. It's like watching a western, a known formula, and that's a perfect example. Eric, you're absolutely right. There are very few surprises in very few westerns. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're all watchable. Well, okay, well, not all of them. There are a few really good watchable ones. Yeah. But they're also something that, if that's your thing, to put them on in the background, like Jim does, you know. I, I don't. I I do not put them on in the background. Jim, I watch I, them. Jim, yeah, I'm sorry. You, I'm doubling down on this. The, the, there, there was a quote here earlier that you said you had to be in the right mood. I don't want to know what that mood is. I, I it's really, a mood I'm, that I I want to be, I'm, you know, I'm happy. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm stressed about something, and and you know. Those movies, they make me smile. So I'm in the mood where I, w- I want to smile. That's like some people want to drink wine. I don't drink wine, you know, or anything else. Um, I, it's like I don't know you, Jim. I just, you don't know me. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm just, I'm terrified. What do you think I'm Jim, a robot if you want to watch Hallmark movies all day long, I will... F- I, I fully support you doing that. Mm-hmm. Good for you. And, and I'm not I, saying I, I, that in a, in a jerk way. Seriously. If Hallmark movies make you happy, watch Hallmark movies. You know, I, I, I always also like watching very dark British murder mysteries. So. Nothing wrong with that. Huh? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, that teaches you never go into the woods in the UK because you will be killed. Yeah. Never travel to a small village in England alone because you will be killed. Unless it's a Hallmark movie and then you'll meet the love of your life. (laughs) Yes, but you're not going to go into the woods. But you're not going to go into the woods. Alone. Well, but going to the woods to get a Christmas tree. Right, but you're not alone when you do that. Yeah, but at least some quirky character will solve my murder. That's true. And then the quirky character falls in love and meets the love of their life. Wow! Let's no. get out of here. No, no, let's, let's on, get out of here. It's no, no, they, they not on a, not on a, you know, not on Vera or Shetland or Hinterland or. Uh, now there's some dark stuff on British TV. Jim, have you ever watched Blackpool? Have w- watched what? Blackpool. Maybe. It, it's it has uh, David Tennant in it. Okay, and, and um, it's set in um, London. No, it's set in Blackpool. Um, oh, and uh, I know the name you know, throws people. Do you, know, all the time. Do you know what it's on? I've heard of it. You know what is it? What's it on? Do you know? It's been so long since I've seen it. I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming Amazon Prime. Um, and it's. I mean. It's wonderfully fun. And I mean, it's like a straight up serious mystery, murder and everything. And, um, um, but there are points where the, the entire show just stops and they all sing to some pop song. And the pop song is playing and they're just singing along with it. And uh, I mean, it, it it fits in with whatever is happening in 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 the storyline at that moment. And then you know what, Jeff? And then they go back to everything else they're doing. It, it's 
seriously, it is it's a great mystery and it is just a straight up fun series. It looks like gonna, it might be on net, Netflix. Um, I'm going to get us um, out of here so, so we can yeah, take this go. after dark. So, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> folks, thank you for joining this. This was on the rails, off the rails, on the rails, off the rails. But it's always a lot of fun. Um, so let's go around the room and find out where you can find these folks. I'm going to flip it around this time and give Eric Bolden a uh, first up. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's wiping his eyes because he can't believe what he's just been part of. <laughs> Eric, uh. thank you. Thank you for being here, you you and your weeping peach. Um, where can folks find you? <laughs> the weeping peach from the latest Hallmark movie before. before the <laughs> now I have to go watch All Creatures Great and Small. I need a cheer up movie. Um, I can be found at EA Bolden at techhub.social on Mastodon. Thank you, Eric. Thanks so much. My feel-good movie is Apocalypse Now. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah, it is. And when you tell people Except it's for maybe not the a last war movie, they, their brains just kind of break because they can't wrap their heads around a movie doesn't have to be a war movie just because it's taking place during a war. I love That's that one of my favorite talking. movies of all time. So now you really don't know me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that philosophical note, Mr. Gamut, where can folks find you? Well, um, um, I think in a few minutes you can find me in front of my television watching Blackpool on Netflix. It's uh, not on Netflix. Oh, it's it's gone from Netflix? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, it's probably like on BritBox or something now. So no, I, I wish, because I get BritBox. All right. Well, then I guess you won't it's find me in Roku front of my channel. TV watching Blackpool again. Um, so instead, um, how about on Mastodon and Instagram is Jay Gamut. Um, and then, uh, here on, on awesome TV shows and, and movies, uh, with, uh, with Jim Ray and special guest Chuck Joyner. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you keep letting me back on, but thank you. Um, okay, so then on Thursdays, I am your interim host on the big show on the British Tech Network, and then again on the Mac show on Fridays, and then Dave keeps letting me on in touch with iOS on Thursday evenings. Um, although, I mean, after tonight, maybe not, I don't know, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then Brian Chaffin and I do the context machine together. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Jim Ray, I assume we can find you in a winter wonderland on the Hallmark Channel, but other than that, where can folks connect with you? So my word of words of wisdom is Charlie don't surf. I like it. I like <laughs> words, it. To um, <laughs> words to live by. Words to live by. Yeah, find me. You can you can find me. Don't look on Twitter, even though you might find me there. Um, but you can find me on Mastodon at ProViewGym at TechHub.Social. And also my website is ProView.com. Thank you, Jim. Brian, thanks so much for being here. Um, 
I, next time, help me round up the uh, the crew just a little bit more aggressively because I've lost control completely tonight. Where can folks find you? Sure. Thank you for having me. A um, couple of places, uh, Mastodon, uh, Brian8944 at Mastodon.social. And then the, oh, I'm sorry, Mastodon.cloud. Talking about all the different instances, uh, Mastodon.cloud. And then also Twitter uh, at uh, Brian8944. Great. Thanks so much. Last but absolutely not least, David Ginsburg, still sporting that MacStock shirt. Shirt, David. Yeah. Good to have you. Uh, where can folks find you? you can find me at In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com. YouTube channel is In Touch with iOS, or it should be YouTube.com/slash In Touch with iOS. Uh, you can find me here on Tuesdays on the Mac Show, on Fridays on the British Tech Network, as well as on Mastodon. I'm at DaveG65 on Mastodon.cloud and Twitter, Dave G65 as well. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, David. Um, and I also want to make sure that folks know that on July 22nd and 23rd, they can find David, they can find Jeff, they can find me at MacStock Conference and Expo. Uh, check out MacStockConferenceExpo.com. You could join us too. We would love to have you. So get signed up and get there. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yep. Brian, are you coming? Yep, Brian's yep, coming. I'll be there. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. Eric? Any yep. chance we Eric still oh man. Yeah, it's great. close. I just head down. Cool. He's only like yeah, a couple hours drive. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jim, are you coming? I don't think so. They're filming a homework movie. Um no, they're not. Chuck, yeah. your delivery. That's what made me laugh. <laughs> it was the delivery. Just thought I'd, oh my just thought I'd mention it. Oh, Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We have way too much fun at youtube.com slash Mac Voices TV. You should be here too. Definitely want to thank the chat room for throwing in some great comments tonight. And there were some interesting side conversations going on as well. We will see you next time. As always, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.